What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so excited. I am here with the fabulous and amazing Kathy Keegan and the brilliant and fabulous, amazing uh, Sheridan Boutros. This you is still clap. human. Welcome to the podcast. We're so excited that you're here. And Sheridan is our first official guest, but I don't I don't want to make too big of a deal of it because I just want to keep us laughing. <laughs> I do this thing where I'm too gushy and then I think I put all this pressure on people and they're like, okay, okay, like lower your expectation. <laughs> well, it's you admire people and you're you're effusive in your praise of people because you see their goodness, their brilliance, and this is what we see. And I'm doing the same thing in a different way. So I'm talking about Sheridan with you. Right. And saying all these brilliant things about her, which is another way we can put pressure on her. Isn't right. It? <laughs> Did that work? <laughs> no pressure. I'm good. I'm so happy to be here with you, Elaine and Kathy. And uh, this is fun from the West Coast where it's way too early. It is. She got up early, early, early. And so we're so excited. We're going to be talking about humor. We're going to be talking about some comedy because I have learned so much from Sheridan and Kathy. And, and then we're going to be talking about how to add humor. If you want to try to do that in your, if you're a speaker coach and, or if you just know, like right now I need to laugh more. Right. right. So right. we're going to be talking all things fun. So sit back, relax, let the serotonin flow. You're going to be burning calories, laughing, releases toxins, and it's free. Here's the thing too. And what, what you're talking about, you want the serotonin to flow, right? Because the serotonin does not need to be refurbished. Like dopamine's a hit, right? Mm. But the serotonin is like, we feel good and we continue to feel good. Yes, and I have the coffee coffee flowing, and I've got oh. some coconut water flowing. I have nice. regular water. I probably won't touch it. Are you a keto girl? I am. Okay, cool. I am, yes. Yeah, you know, I have to say, I just started doing intermittent fasting again, and I can feel, I can feel, I can feel the difference in like two days of it. Three days. Wow. It's, it's amazing. I'm, I love Dave Asprey. So um, I just wanted to... Um, I wanted to drop a couple of things about how this is a stressful time. We're in the middle of COVID and, and I don't even have kids, but I can't imagine what people are going through with kids and students and parents. Then, oh my gosh. And I was doing an interview the day and zoom kept kicking us off because the whole world is on zoom. And, um, and I was, I, I came up with a couple of jokes, uh, because I'm an extrovert, and so it's been really hard. So I'm like, you know what? It feels like your introvert is bullying my extrovert. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and then I was like, my yoga friend, we were doing yoga on Zoom, and she said, you know, Elaine, your, your hips have opened up. And I was like, are you calling me a loose woman? <laughs> what is happening? And then I was like, you know what? Well, your third eye looks like it's getting pink eye. So, oh, oh. <laughs> snap, but a bunch. Now I didn't, I didn't really say that. I just thought it. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, we're going to talk a lot about humor and Sheridan's going to drop some stuff. And, you know, Sheridan and I met in New York city. We were both from Texas and we became comedy buddies. And, um, and then Kathy and I met through eWomen and her background is improv. And so we were doing this awesome three-way zoom writing thing. And, um, the time when we both realized that Kathy Kay was a serious player was, you want to tell them about the whole dog thing yes. we're working on? So Sheridan? we were, I, I was writing a joke. Um, one of my more intellectual jokes about a dog bringing me a beer from the refrigerator. And so, <laughs> cause I'm all, it's all about, you know, <laughs> that type of, that type of humor. And so, um, so Kathy said, oh, so you can take a service dog and make him a full service dog. <laughs> like, oh man, that is good. And we were like, that is good. Game on. She I'm is like, a natural. 
you? Like, what did you say, Kathy? That was, yes. Well, I'm there's like, something about you guys too, that it it's something clicks so that when the three of us are together, even though we're on Zoom, we kind of bring out that part of us because in some ways, I'm not even sure where that's coming from. Do you know what I mean? So it's sort of like three together equals 10. You know, it's just, it equals a number that's greater. There's something about our minds coming together and we have so much fun about it. It's also done so respectfully, you know, um, you know, I'll bring something. So for example, the thing that I'm really wondering about, first of all, you have all those ads with white people problems, like they can't cook very well and they burn their plates and stuff. Um, or they don't know how to clean things until they're so super dirty. And then they use like this magic thing. And then all of a sudden it's clean. <laughs> it's magic um, chemical. You know, yeah. and I, the thing that I'm wondering is, have those ads influenced me to let my house get dirtier so that when I clean, I get more of a aha and a wow? Because, yes. Because the thing is, is that it's, it's, it's it, like in life, it's almost no fun to prevention, right? When you're preventing something, you're doing these small things that add up to big, huge returns on your investment. But I want what I want when I want it, and I want it now. And so, what do you I, mean? <laughs> so, if I wipe that thing off, and you see like it's dark on this side and it's clear on this side, you're like, "Wow, I really cleaned that." <laughs> Much more satisfying. We need we need gratification now, right? right? We need like just a simple, you know, the house is pretty clean, and that that ain't gonna do it, right? Right. And so I just really wonder about that. Is it why is that that I um, that I need for I need something to prove to me that I did something right? And is that because of advertising? I don't know. Is it because of COVID? I don't know. Well, I think it's hilarious because I'm like, I've never put that much thought into cleaning in my whole life, but I will I will consider it moving forward <laughs> what there's a magic ingredient i know <laughs> there's, there's a magic product what is it kathy it's elbow grease oh that's not sexy no 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 i went scroll let's keep scrolling i can't no. that's not sexy <laughs> yeah is that what you swipe a different way like a left i don't know i yeah that's i said scrolling but i was trying to swipe like as if i know tinder i don't know i those things kind of i feel like i'm shopping for a man it doesn't feel right but um yeah, no, and I love, I mean, to me, this is so fun bantering with you guys back and forth has been definitely one of the greatest joys before COVID, but especially during COVID or like Sheridan is, um, this was to me hilarious because when I get really into coaching or teaching, I'll be like. Right. And for those of you who are listening, she's making this face of wah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> like my it's my mouth awful. is open and it's not attractive. Well, and uh, it, it and Sheridan was it helps right. make you listen, you know. It helps right. And thank God Sheridan is like she helps me with style constantly. Like Elaine, that painting, no, it says old lady. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't I didn't even know that's what I was saying, but that's not what I want to say. But anyway, after, so she, I, after I wrote that, I'm like, okay, that was harsh, Sheridan. Maybe she loved it. Maybe it was her grandmother. No, like, but it, it's good because Sheridan, not only is she a sarcastic, brilliant comedian and comedy writer, she also does all this cool style stuff that we would talk about more, but it's not quite as funny as her writing. My style, now that's funny, but that's a whole nother can of worms. But no, anyway, so Sheridan sends me this hilarious picture of me and she's like, maybe you should try to listen if you're going to be on camera with your mouth not quite like, you know. <laughs> and so then we have this whole series of like taking pictures of each other with our mouths open. And it's yes. just like such a fun way to banter back and forth. So I just, I just love you, Sheridan. And you want to, you want to hit us with some of your magic? Do you want to tell us some of your latest ramblings or thoughts? So, yeah. So, and Elaine, if, if you slow, what I did was I slowed down the video because if you're talking, you eventually have your mouth open, right, at certain points. And so I sent all those. I'm like, but you weren't just like sitting there. Well, other times you were, but I was too. Okay. So, uh, it's all about learning, right? It's all about learning. And so, yeah, I'm on, I'm on the West Coast now and uh, the West Coast is very different. When I moved to New York from Texas, people were like, you need to be more real. We can tell you're not being real. <laughs> and I mean, in the, in the subway, you know, right? It was different back then. People would confront you a lot more. Here in Northern California, they're like, she's being way too real. 
Frida, one time I did a joke about yoga and I heard gasps in the audience. <laughs> like, oh, she's not going to make us feel bad, is she? We don't joke about yoga. And tell us about like, isn't it, isn't it crazy? Like the rules they have about stuff. You know, it's much more, um, cause New York has their, its own set of rules and its own set of boundaries, but the West coast has more of a, it's like a puritanical thing. Like recycling is the one thing I noticed right out of the gate. Like the recycling bin for trash is labeled landfill. So, so you're feeling bad about yourself right out of the gate. It's in this, this bin is about like, it's much smaller than the other ones, right? So it sends the message loud and clear. You're supposed to have no trash. So like, what about that cookie sheet from 1978, right? <laughs> <laughs> there is nowhere to throw that. So what they do is they say you repurpose it, right? You have to reuse it because there's nowhere to throw it out. So I'm using mine as a tray to serve drinks on. <laughs> it's worked out really well. And then the old crusted cookie dough just keeps the glasses in place. Right, so. Oh, that's great. So they don't slide. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. The old cookie dough, the chocolate chip cookies from, yeah, the early 80s. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of that. There are a lot of rules, uh, you know, no, no judgment. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, a can cannibalism is bad, but it's the personal choice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Night and day from New York. I'm like, you people are killing me. Cause I come from Texas where you're just nice and you don't even know it or, you know, uh, <laughs> it's just, I'm program. just fine. Right. Yeah. It's just, we, Oh, what are you doing? Oh, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing. Your, your whole life, nothing. Um, in New York, it's like you say what you mean and you mean what you say, right? It is. Uh, so I've made the triangle, the triangle of the West Coast. I don't think I'll be closing the triangle back to Texas, but I'm good. I'm happy. And, and right, this is the great thing about Zoom and all this is that it's like we're, we get to chat. And, and oh. it's, it's almost like being there. So. And we're in a shape of a triangle. Oh my God. Because of the, the way this is set up in Zoom. Oh, not, not the Bermuda Triangle. Again. But. Kathy Keegan, master of the obvious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Captain Obvious. Oh, that's people have been using. No, no, that was, a, that was a great observation. Yes, and I'm sure it's symbolically. Well, I love it. And it sounds like so PC that like everybody's like shaming you. I, I feel like there's a lot of judgment about like, oh my God. Oh, yes. Yes. It's totally. The thing is in New York, if you, if something happens to you, someone's going to help you, right? Like people are, are, are real. They're sort of there for you in a, in a uh, more abrasive way. But they're Here, there. I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure. If what I fell down in the middle of the street, that people wouldn't just step over me. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I'm actually, I'm enjoying it a lot more. I do have friends, but it is very different. It, it, it is. You, you're not jumping in there. What's sheltering in place like there? You had any thoughts on that? And just, you know, what that is, is there anything that sort of, that seems California-y about sheltering in place or not? Well, the, um, you know, the sheltering in place, I mean, it's, you know, it's so beautiful here. I will hands down give it, give it that the most beautiful place on the planet. The one thing I will say, and this is a little, now I, you know, personally am, am going, went a little bit crazy sheltering in place. Um, but once the, the BLM started here, the Black Lives Matter, uh, I'm like, are these people in Marin? So I live in Marin, right? I'm right outside of the, the bedroom community. Are these people going to participate or are they going to notice, right? I shouldn't say that. And people were out there with signs, not many, not many, but there was a little, um, a little girl with these short shorts and she had a, she was texting on her phone and she had a, a sign at an intersection that says BLM, uh, honk if you care. I'm like, all right, all right. Oh. I didn't know that she knew what BLM stood for, but that's okay. She was right. trying. She, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. the main thing. Yeah. People weren't letting it hold them back. Yes. I love that. So how is your sheltering in place going there, Kathy? Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, because I moved from, uh, from New York in the middle, right, right before the, everything right shut before. down. Right before. Like she got <laughs> yeah. out by the hair of her skinny, skinny chin. Moved on the 9th of March, got my furniture on the 12th. 
bam, the door closed. I, wow. Apparently in New York now, you can't even get a moving company. They're just not even returning calls because wow. so many people are trying, are trying to move. Yeah. And um, because I have um, a pod with my husband and then my father-in-law who lives up on the 16th floor, it's been very interesting because that's kind of been my world. And it's just so funny because when people say, how are you doing? Well, I'm fine. You know, and then, then they have the gall to say, so what'd you do today? Or what are you, or what are you up to this oh weekend? <laughs> what do you mean? What weekend? You know, yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's just sort of right. like, what I weekend? go to the supermarket and then sometimes the pharmacy, Doug and I yesterday walked and I got my shingles vaccine on this side and my flu vaccine on this side. And that, you know, and we actually, yeah, we actually ate outside. But that's it. And there's not a lot of boom to that, right? So trying to find humor and all that has been kind of interesting because even <laughs> though we have neighbors, we moved into this new building, we hardly know anybody. Like my neighbor just had a quintuple bypass and I had no idea. That's New York. That's not Chicago. Yeah. Well, wow. wow. So um, so yeah, so it's it's just it's 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 really, really, it's really odd. And you just become excited about putting on a mask. No, I'm, I'm never excited about that. We've experimented with different masks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but the funny. best ones are the disposable ones. They are. Isn't it funny? So you can just yeah. zip by right in their lobbies. That's a little tip for people. They have a whole bunch of masks. So you can just take one. Oh, so if you're if you're in Chicago, go by Kathy's building. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, Northwestern is right down the street, <laughs> which is like notoriously great, or notoriously great medical thing. So, yeah. awesome. So what about you, Elaine. Yes, Home Depot. Well, I, was, I think is your big. I'm laughing because oh. <laughs> I'm Home Depot. Home Depot. Um, you know, I resisted, I used to not want to order from Amazon for lots of different reasons, but I have really loved, I have embraced my inner introvert and I feel like my productivity has quadrupled. Um, and so I'm grateful for that. Although, um, and I'm so grateful that I have clients and I can work from home, but I know so many people are having such a hard time. Um, but I was laughing because I'm on zoom so much. I, um, I have to get, I got special glasses to do the blue blockers and I, oh, cool. uh, I highly recommend these. Yeah. And I've also gotten some stuff to combat all of the 5g stuff. So I'm, I'm turning into one of those people between essential oils and, you know, I'm turning into like an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. But, um, you know, just because I'm on zoom so much, but I was laughing because one of my friends was like, but you're always seeing people, you're always socializing. And I was like, on zoom, like they, <laughs> my friends think that I, cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I was talking to so-and-so. So I am, I am socializing, but it's all like, you know, through a screen. Um, how do you I, feel bullied by my introversion? Well, because I think you're laughing. No, cause I, <laughs> I, you know, I've always thought I was a total extrovert. I think my sister would agree with that. And I love people, love hugging, love being social. And there is a part of me that likes having downtime and alone time to sort of reboot. But, you know, the co co the COVID, the COVID, COVID. has changed everything. Yes. Um, you know, and so I do, I freaking miss hugs, you know? And yeah. um, so I just was, and I know some introverts like Kathy are like, yo, I love this. This is awesome. So I is just- Is that how she sounds? <laughs> I think it was like July when I was like, Wow, this being inside is starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the a sun. few months in, of course, with the sky quality, with the air quality here in California, you haven't, you know, is the sky orange there? It is crazy. Yes, yes, it was totally, or it was like night at, at two in the afternoon. I was looking at my weather app, and it looked it, it was showing smoke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. And smoke. there are six tropical disturbances. That's for all the people who speak Bostonian. I'll say that again. Tropical disturbances in the Atlantic. Yeah. Six of them. That, that's one thing I really love. Like Sheridan helps me be um, sexier, stylish, and funnier. And Kathy keeps me updated <laughs> on the latest in 
everything, weather, the latest trends in coaching. She reads five books at a time. So it's cool. I just kind of hang out and listen to her and go, wow, really? Wow. Uh, I, it's just, it's fun. It's like, it's kind of like hanging out with Encyclopedia Britannica, which probably half the people who don't even know what that is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a bunch of books with stuff in it, which is definitely it was the big uh, set. Remember the big pre- set everyone Google. used to have? Yeah. The red and the black. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's hard for people to remember. Okay, so I wanted to talk about um the uh you know, some of the craziest things that have happened. Like I know you have a crazy improv story, Kathy, or like do you want to share um shared in one of your favorite like um weird things that happened during your although okay one time I dragged Sheridan she was always such a good sport when she lived in New York I'd be like come on I got us a spot on the show and I swear to god every time it'd be like the time before it was like a great show and then when I brought Sheridan there'd be like three people and she was always such a great sport but one time we drove to South Jersey to perform at a bank that had been converted to a cigar bar with a side of an ice cream drive through and so yes. you'd have to like tell your joke and then make sure there weren't any kids at the window in case your joke was rated R and that can really it was <laughs> that was that was fun you know what though you got to remember Elaine like i was in new york city for years and years no car I'm like, we're taking a car ride. I didn't care where we were going. Okay. <laughs> we also went to some bars in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> we did. Long Island. I dragged her everywhere. But you drove. I mean, dragging was it. I was seated, not in the subway. <laughs> it was a road trip. Right. Survivor comedy. Survivor comedy where you have yeah. all these challenges because it's always something. It's like, you know, people are clearing yeah. dishes or the background music doesn't go off because you're almost never in good conditions. Right. To perform. Yeah. It's not why. like Toastmasters where everybody's polite and like listening. It's like, <laughs> well, they're maybe listening. Yeah. They're polite. <laughs> I bring this from California. <laughs> right. Or like, Sheridan, you were talking about how one time you had a, a VJJ joke or something. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so I was hosting this show and this guy got up and he was like, okay, um, I just want you to know. And I'm like, oh, what's going to happen here? Because then I had to go and write, like, tr- make it all okay. <laughs> He's like, you women just, you know say things to me from your vaginas <laughs> oh my God. Wow. like you say things and I get and okay it got all quiet right it's like no no he's like ruining the show he's like you say things and I, and I know you're saying things so of course everyone's dead silence and I get to go up and clean up the mess so so I went up and I'm like thank you very much it was a pleasure <laughs> and I'm like wait I've got something to say to you Okay, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Okay, you know, I have one more thing to say about your upbringing. <laughs> and people lost it, right? And that, <laughs> we're all totally laughing because, like, how crazy. And that's part of my thing that, that, we, that we talk about sometimes where inserting comedy into any sort of talk, if you say what people are thinking in the room, like that is gold it is because they're thinking that and they wanted to say it or maybe they were almost formulating that thought but they didn't quite know how to get there um i once saw i think it was a years ago rodney dangerfield at lincoln center and a woman came out and she was like she's probably from the west coast <laughs> and she's like and <laughs> I'd never heard she was like and la 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 I'd never heard anything it was bizarre and then Joy Behar comes out right after and I mean this is like Lincoln Center huge three tiers and Joy Behar is like I had to follow that (laughs) and the place lost it because again we're all thinking that oh man who's the unlucky soul coming next after well, her so and what you did that. the 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 sort of the pause the power of the pause and then a yeah. gesture that's it and you didn't even have to point down there you're pointing up and you're silent <laughs> and you're allowing the speech 
and people's imaginations go right to that spot. I mean, it's genius. <laughs> and so, and so it isn't always the things you say. Sometimes it's the things that you don't say and just yes. a gesture. Excellent. Yes. No, that's so true. And that's so, um, you know, again, like you're, you're inspiring all these, these great thoughts I and, mean, and it's true new comics and even people performing get nervous and talk fast, right? Like I'm, you know, I'm a fast talker. I have to slow myself down, but yeah, that pause can be so much funnier yeah, and so yeah. much more poignant and so much more in the room, in the room than rambling on or even saying something really, really funny. Right. So yeah. I what love that. And I, really, I was, we were, you know, we were prepping and I was like, you know, um, Sheridan, we can always bleep it out. You know, if we, if we say something, we're like, oh, right. And then it made me think of Kathy. One of my favorite, favorite things that you do is, you know, when you discuss going to modern music concerts. Yeah. And you yeah. have this whole, you know, you yeah, demonstrate. Well, like, Well, there is, you know, it's interesting. If somebody, you know, if I go to a museum and someone has painted a dot, I want to know how they got to the dot, right? I think it's important to have a little bit of a backstory of how they arrived at the dot. So for example, with certain painters like Picasso or others, you can see how they moved through the years and then come into some of these other, these other phases. And with modern music, I don't always understand that. Um, usually you have to be there in person. And what happens is it makes it eminently mimicable. It just doesn't take much. And so you can just sort of start with my heart is And you know, I could go out there and if I took that seriously and promoted it like crazy, people would just be like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's really something. And so it's hard, you know, it's, it's, you don't always see the value of the amount of work. Like, as we talk about how you've written jokes and how you prepare to, to be on the stage and be effective and funny on the stage, there's so much work that goes into it. And when you have something and the product is a dot, it becomes much harder for us to say, wow. <laughs> How, yeah, you know, and then you feel silly if you kind of like, how much are we going to talk about the dot? Now, if you know their trajectory and you know who the artist is, you might say, that is so simple for him and profound. <laughs> well, you know what, though, Kathy, it's, a, it's an excellent point, though, that when something is done really well and really beautiful, it looks like it was simple getting there. Very right. Yeah. The perfect joke, the perfect Yep. Stand up, like so comfortable. And so and, and, and usually and the like, Yep. Yeah. Not right. what they taught us in school. Right. <laughs> and that's that whole idea of, you know, we talk about mastery and it's doing these things over and over again. You know, and so it's the minute a joke is done, you're still gonna go off stage and just sort of say, here's how I might have played that differently. So you're right. constantly tweaking and thinking about what it is you do. It's not a one and done. It's not you prepare behind the scenes and you show up. You practice showing up over right. and over again. It's and the you know, craft lady, of it. Right. Yeah. I and always I love a lot the of people, stories. my clients and students, I, you know, I say whenever I would speak or perform or whatever, I would always come off and write handwrite because it helps you emotionally sort of integrate. And I would be like, okay, I'm really proud of this. And woo, this did not work, but I always made myself write a couple of positive things because, you know, I can be so, you know, there can be a hundred people laughing and that you focus on the one lady. There was an old lady and she would not laugh at this show I did in New Jersey. And it was a great, great show. And then as we're leaving, I'm hugging people, signing autographs, taking pictures. And I said, did you enjoy the show? She said, oh, you were hilarious. I just never laugh. And I was like, <laughs> and I wanted to say, can you wear a sign next time? But um, yeah, I mean, I always think it's good to integrate, you know, okay, this really worked and I want to work on this. And, um, and so, okay. So Sheridan shared with us a little bit about um, one of her things. And then uh, Kathy, can you tell us about like one of the reasons you left improv that last when they wanted you 
What did they want you to do? Because to oh, me, this well, is just well, hilarious. you know, it's pretty male dominated, right? And but, but in, oh, I know. I'm sorry. Should um, trigger alert. <laughs> um, <laughs> comedy is very male dominated. Um, so I was in this improv troupe, and it's about teamwork, right? It's about being able to read people, get to you know. And um, they thought I should play more bimbos, and I was like. I can play certain bimbos, but they're going to be more like Judy Holiday bimbos. You know, they're going to be, they're not going to be like dumb ones. And, but they were just, it was like, this is an improv troupe and you're trying to put me in a box, which was just the weirdest thing. And we had some people who could have done solo shows. I mean, they were really that way. I'm much more of a yeah. team player. I, yeah. I just riff off other people way better. That's why improv was always better for me. But sometimes they would just go out there and, and just do a solo and not do any of the things, the yes ands, or the, make any of the invites or make uh -huh. any offers or go yeah. out and speak in gibberish. And that is so tough when you go out there and there's no offer made, you know, trying to come up with some kind of an offer. You know, the thing that I want to ask too, because this is really on my mind asking you guys, you know, there's this whole idea of letting go of your little darlings, like when you're writing and stuff. Uh, How do you decide when you have a joke? Because I know that we've been together and talking through some stuff where a joke, it's worth it to continue to refine it. And then yes. you finally get there. How do you, how do you know when to hang on to that or when to let it go? You know, uh, well, first of all, it's sort of an, a lot of it's a gut feeling. Like I know there's something there. I know I'm not there. Uh, or it's a different it's a topic that people haven't discussed yet, or it's not a common topic or, but for me, it's just like, I am not quite ready to say goodbye. To that <laughs> joke. <laughs> so it's stubbornness, Kathy. It's well, really, I, you like, know, Sheridan, this is, you're so good at this and Sheridan is constantly, cause I like to like, just let me try this. Let me try that. And, you know, I remember when I would tour, the person I was touring with would be like, Elaine, you, you, you got to work on it a little bit. You can't just come up with it and then try it at a show. And I'd be like, why not? You know, cause I, I, I am courageous or maybe I'm just ignorant or a combo, but Sheridan is, is helping me with my writing and having, you know, going back and really tweaking and, and it is fun, especially when you can do it. You know, one of my favorite yeah. things is to kind of come up with an idea and then work with y'all and then go back and tweak it some more. So that's one thing I am working on is being more organized, but yes. And then sometimes the jokes write themselves every once in a while. You know, and that's yeah, every once in a while. But the other thing, <laughs> rare for me, but anyway, no, no, you're right, Elaine. You're right, Elaine. Sometimes people have entire, you know, books come to them, right? Without right. even, they're just like, I downloaded download, that. Right. I'm not sure how it happened. But, um, but yes, and the one thing you and I work on, and Kathy, is that because we know each other's stuff so well, we can say, you know what, Elaine, that's just like your bartender joke. Right. <laughs> you want a key, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's like buying the same clothes over and over again. You like that type of joke. You like the way that feels. So something is very similar. It's the same type of punch. It's not, it can be disguised. Right. You know, what's it about? And sometimes you can take a morsel of that and put it, with the old joke. So maybe you have a tag now from this new bit. Oh my God. See, isn't she yeah. brilliant? I love and, it. Uh, I love and it. And Kathy, I just want to, um, go, go ahead, Lane. I was going to say, we do comedy zooms and, and people have been asking for us to do that again. So if you're listening and you want to know more, make sure that you comment below because it's really fun. We, we did one where we were, we were telling some jokes and then Sheridan trained us and, um, and people, people came and brought stuff, but we, she also talked about, she went into deeper stuff about how to be funnier, how to add humor. She knows so much about comedy writing. I just, I just love it. But what were you going to say, Sheridan? Oh, thanks. Oh, I was just going to, cause Kathy said this great stuff about improv. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And you know, it's a synergy too. Like, like I'm funnier when we all get together and I'm like, the ideas are flowing and and maybe, I don't know, you have a crystal back there, I think. Is this really <laughs> now that I'm in Californian, maybe right. you can help from a, right. from a crystal. Uh, um, um, so, but what I was going to say was, Kathy is brilliant in improv. I am so bad at improv. I love stand-up because it's one person. It's all you. <laughs> Make it or bring it. 
And it's because I have a hard time focusing. And when I listen, I sort of get the gist of something. So if they give me a suggestion, I'm like, did they say be Santa or the Taliban? <laughs> I'm just not quite sure. And then my, my positive experience with improv was this. It was an early morning class, as you can see with my car. I'm not, I'm not an early morning person. And um, this woman was going to be my, my, improv, my improv hairdresser. So she was touching my hair. <laughs> I'm like, fine. And she thought it was so soft. And she started, and I was, I was like it. So for the entire class, she's touching my hair. And that was my most positive improv experience. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a real talent. It's not just... It's getting up there as Kathy's amazing. Kathy's amazing. And to me, and the thing I wanted her to say, but I'll, I'll say it was, um, you know, she was in this troupe and different things happened. But at one point they wanted, they hired this troupe to come to some office oh. happy hour. And they, and they wanted her to jump out from under the table. Like under going, guacamole. Going, guacamole, guacamole. <laughs> Guacamole. Again, the woman, the right, the woman has to do the, you know, I thought you were going to say out of a cake. Yeah, I wish, you know, I mean, it's, and that's the whole thing. That was where I drew the line. I was just like, um, I don't make a lot of money doing this. I am not popping up from underneath guacamole and trying to be funny, like humiliating. Hearing about it. I'm thinking if I... I just can't imagine, Hello. like, if Have I was at, white, won't you? What do you say? I, I, or, uh, to me, what if you scared somebody? Like, what if you're like, if you scared them, where am day, I? And you're like, the, oh my God. And if they're at the table, what where am I? I'm crotch level. So now what am I supposed to say? Yeah. Right. When you think about, you start looking at the logistics and then also the physicality of it. And it's like, I'm going to be crippled and I'm going to be making crotch jokes. That's kind of not my jam. Yeah. In that case, you don't want to say what's in the room and what people are thinking. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Well, it depends. Exception. Okay. That makes me think of one other thing. So last year, Kathy and I and, and our friend Greer, we went to go see Mel Robbins, her TV show. She's like one of the top coaches because my friend Tracy, who's hilarious, was the warm-up. And part of being the warm-up comedian is, you know, you have to, like, keep the audience awake and alive while they're doing all those things because, you know, Filming is really like, anyway, so, so my friend's like getting people to do different things. She was having us play games. And then at one point she's like, okay, everybody with birthdays, you're going to come up and we're going to have a dance off, a dance contest. And, and Kathy was such a trooper. She jumped up and she was like jamming out and, you know, and all the audience is watching her and thank God the crew is probably like not, but I thought you were such a good sport. And then there was this guy oh. who was kind of a heavy guy, but he was being very, very risque. And he was like shimmying with Kathy and she was like, Oh God. And he would like turn around and like shake his butt, like right in her, in her face. <laughs> it was so wow. funny. And I kept thinking, and she, I, and she was like, my husband's going to kill me. <laughs> well, and you know, the other thing is, is that they knew this guy. There were people who go to these shows over and over and over again. Wow. They're big fans. They know everything. They're like, oh, hey, Bill, how are you? And I'm just like, Bill is a terrific dancer. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, is that his career? You know, because does he get paid to do that? <laughs> but it was horrifying because there was one where she wanted to have people do like individual dances with them. Like it was one thing when it was a whole crowd. And so I was just like I said to Elena, I said, what the hell am I going to do? I got to get out of here. You know, I just I got to get out of here. I cannot. And then she finally they said, oh, time. We need to start the show. It's like. He was, she was such a good sport because I just had never, I've been to a bunch of tapings and I had never seen somebody be that risque and he was wearing a very thin shirt and he was large. So like he had man boobs, you know, and it was just, ah. and he was like shaking it like for shimming. Like he, he was an amazing dancer in spite of his size yeah so it was just a lot an earlier time 
It was amazing. Clearly the dancing wasn't enough to counteract perhaps any eating that might be going on or drinking. <laughs> or and your lifestyle choices. Right, exactly, exactly. So, and then I thought, you know what, why don't we share with our fabulous listeners um, how to make, how to make a speech funnier. Does anybody have, like, I always tell my people, if you can make an inanimate object, talk to you, especially in a speech where they're not expecting you to be funny. That is usually a, an automatic laugh. Like I have this whole bit about like, I go in my closet and my skinny jeans are like, Hey, what happened? (laughs) Never take us out anymore. Did we break up? Like, why are you always in your yoga pants now? What am I chopped liver? So anyway, and I think every woman in COVID right now can relate to that, but yeah, Sheridan, what's one of your tips? Well, um, sort of what we were talking about before, like if something's super technical and, you know, say what's in the room, if it's, it's, if it's a technical talk and it's going to get a little bit boring, say, now this part was super interesting. I fell off my bar stool when I was reading it the first time. <laughs> like, I think you can just be like, you know, you've got a sense of humor, you've got a sense of sarcasm. And the thing is you can write in, if you're doing a speech over and over, you can write in funny parts and just say them, um, you know, say them every time you do it. I mean, if you have the same audience, it'll be, you know, the eye roll, like my, my poor friends being dragged to shows over and over. They're like, Oh, we thought that was spontaneous. It is not. (laughs) But so that's, that's a fun way. Also extremes, um, you know, uh, exaggerations, right? Yeah. Exaggerations, extremes. Um, and, and just people write and they write comedy and people always think, Oh, it's so spontaneous. Well, it's great when it is, but so much of it is rehearsed and things can get funnier when you rehearse them. So figure out where you want to put in some, you know, some jokes, some material, or even something light and experiment, experiment with your friends. Like I was on the phone with my, my brother-in-law yesterday and he was doing something. He's like, I'm going to put you on mute, <laughs> but you run your set. And so as I was saying, and certain things were like, he was like gone for seven minutes. Certain things were were, um, as I said them, I'm like, nah, no, no, no. And then he came back from whatever he was doing <laughs> and said, Hey, I like the part, you know, about the, the, uh, baking sheet, whatever. But so, you know, you can, you can really, and, and Elaine and I can help you with that. And, uh, Elaine's an amazing, uh, coach, how to, how to make things funnier, how to make things more real, how to look better on camera. So, uh, there's, lot out there there's a lot of things to play with yeah and Kathy what would you say well what's one of your yeah so um so I was thinking one time I was backstage it was a uh I was giving I was introing something or whatever but there were several very experienced speakers backstage people who had spoken for years that made tons of money as speakers and I noticed them off in their corners practicing before they went on stage. And it was such an important moment for me to see that, yes, even that person who was walking on that Mm -hmm. stage, there's almost nothing taken for granted. And so it's really, really important to realize that this is what it looks like. You know, it's sort of like it. And so there are moments that it isn't necessarily fun, but when you find a group like us, we can riff off each other and we really make it fun. And so we're able to take things in stride and take the feedback and really do something with it. So it's, it's, it's something that you want to keep. You I know, love you that. You want to keep making it better. Right. And like, to yeah. me, I'm always like, that's why Kathy and I wanted to start our podcast too. Of like, can we, could we make business a little more fun, please? Like, hello. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, when you go to commercial auditions or any kind of auditions, you see all these actresses and they're going, no, but I said, no, I'm not going to do that. But she said, yes, or you get the words in your mouth. And so, you know, again, even if somebody like before I have a big show, I am going through my set. I am saying the words out loud to create the muscle memory. And, um, you know, what I realized, one reason I started my, my coaching program is most people don't know how to rehearse. I grew up rehearsing to so all of the things I do by habit. Um, 
a lot of people don't even know. And that's been one of my greatest joys is helping take demystify it and chunk it down and make it fun and memory tips or whatever. Um, and then I also was going to recommend for people listening, if you want to add more fun, get a comedy buddy. This does not mean you're pursuing stand-up comedy and you're going to quit your day job. Please don't do that. But like just to have somebody that you can banter with, you can send goofy pictures of yourself. Maybe you already have this. Maybe you could up your game. Like Sheridan will be like, Elaine, watch this comedian. And sometimes I'm like, me. And then I'll be like, okay, <laughs> now I like them. You know, like, um, and, and we discuss it. Like what, what makes them good? What makes them, and Kathy and I too, um, and Kathy's just so self-deprecating and, uh, and brilliant. And you always have funny stuff to say, even when you're like, I've been studying the neuroplasticity (laughs) science (laughs) of the brain. And, you know, and I'm like, what? And then she'll say something funny. And then I'm like, okay. So that's what, what you're talking about, Elaine, are things that are about wellness, so we can actually bring into this conversation as we wind it down that this is also about wellness. Yeah. So you're releasing something by having that. So if you already have that friend that you send the funny pictures with, you're already doing something for yourself in a positive way. And it's a, and it's a lot of fun. And being able to laugh is a great way to be able to release things and just to see the humor yeah. in something. And, and there's so much, there's so much, sorry, just where you're no, 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 reminding me of this out there. Like, you know, you watch the, you know, the Jim Gaffigan, uh, watch all the, the Trevor Noah, the great comics. Maria Bamford. Uh, Maria Bamford. Wanda <laughs> <Of our> Sykes. <laughs> we have to have some of, females. Of our time. And watch TED Talks. Yes. Like, you can watch those all day long there's some um, the dude with the cane sir richard blah 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 oh my god so he did a ted talk about creativity and education that was like the beginning of ted phenomenon right yeah and then he came back with another one and he goes as i was saying (laughs) yeah yeah no it's great i mean there's all day long you can watch that you can you know as as kathy's saying be healed laugh uh and, and learn. So there's, there's no shortage, even though we're stuck in our houses, most of us, there's no shortage of what's still out there that's available. And so. it's okay to laugh even amid a crisis. I was yeah. about to say that. Oh my God. Peach Poke, you owe me a Coke. Yes, because, <laughs> because I, I know I'm super sensitive and I know that I am horrified at things that are happening. And I know that I have suffered, I've struggled with depression and anxiety for most of my life, which is one reason I drank and drugged and did all the crazy stuff I did in my twenties. And, um, you know, I want to give you permission. If you feel like it's like, you can, you can have laughter in your life and still be doing serious and important things. Mm-hmm. It's a release. It is a way to help process. Right. Um, I also encourage my students and people to be careful, mindful with, um, you know, how much news are you watching? And if you must, yeah. if you must feel like you need to, to learn reading is better for your brain than watching all of the trauma and stuff. And, and yes. I just love that. Like it's giving yourself permission to laugh can can help you deal with so much stuff. That's why I love dark comedy because I'm a little bit sick and twisted and you guys still love me. So thank you. <laughs> Let me tell you, my brother, Patrick, my mother was um, kind of on life support and then they'd bring her to, she was on this drug because she'd had this heart attack and she, come, she would come to and then have to remember all over again that she had a heart attack. And my brother, Patrick, walked up to her and said, mom, I'm so sure you're going to recover. I didn't bring a suit. and he had traveled from you know midway in the country over you know and um and so yeah it it, it, sometimes that humor can show up at the darkest of times like the day my brother wore a dreidel tie to a funeral and he thought they were buoys you know and so it's like there we are we're sad about this person but you're wearing a dreidel tie this is fantastic you know it's just so seeing those moments and just and, and allowing them to be because they don't take away from the other seriousness. It doesn't yeah. mean you can't hold all of that as a human being. We've got some amazing brains and that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. And you really, you know, you can, and this is basically what we're all saying. You can help more. You can help the world, the planet more, other people 
if you're not all stressed out and worried and scared and fried and sleep deprived. So, uh, you know, that's what we do for each other. Um, that's what Elaine and her coaching and Kathy and, um, it's just, there's a lot of fun to be had and a lot of work to do. So that's such a good point. And, um, do you have any, uh, closing thoughts or, uh, jokes or something that you want to leave people with or? Well, I'm just thinking of, um, my, um, I have this joke. It's always, it's been fun. I've been working on it for a while. And, uh, and I always like to, you know, except for the beer and the dog and the refrigerator, <laughs> I like to like have a, have a little bit of a, a message or to me, jokes land more if they have more of a message. It's like, mm-hmm, got it. And so I have this joke that that's, uh, I've been doing for a while, but I've changed the punches so many times, worked with Elaine on it. Um, and it's, you know, I was walking down the street with a friend and we saw this homeless guy and I wanted to give him a dollar. And my friend said, oh, don't do that. He's just going to spend it on drugs and alcohol. And I was thinking, that's where it's going to go if I keep it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to leave you with that. Oh, I love Thank it. Sheridan so Boutros. Oh, it was fabulous. Kathy, any, any parting words of wisdom or? I, I don't think anyone could guacamole. say it better. I think guacamole. No. <laughs> I think, yeah, guacamole. I think Sheridan, I think, I think we can leave it at that. I think she nailed it. <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for you. listening and watching. If you know somebody who needs to laugh or wants to laugh, please share this with them. And if you want to find out how to learn how to work with Kathy Keegan, you can find her at K-A-T-H-Y-K-E-E-G-A-N.com. She is an amazing coach, yes. mentor, and speaker. Yes. Elaine. Do you want to tell them how to find me? Captivate the crowd. And those are all C's. <laughs> yeah. Except for the the. Yeah. <laughs> what does captivate the crowd, John the Baptist, and have in common? Right. The same Lemons? middle name. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll work on that. Okay. Thank you so much for joining and for sharing your wisdom with us, Sheridan Boutros and Kathy Keegan. As always, it's such a pleasure to, to laugh and inspire and enlighten and um, stay sexy. Oh, wait, that's a different podcast. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Yay. You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or Kathy at kathykeegan.com or Elaine at captivatethecrowd.com. See you next time.